We welcome you to the preaching service of the Scotts Fork Christian Church. I'm Otis Clark, the minister, and we are so pleased to have you sharing with us. Uh, I'm confident that last Sunday, which was the last Sunday in December, that I wished each of you a blessed and happy new year, the very best. And I say that again, recognizing that today is the first Lord's Day in the year of 2024. I'm going to be sharing for four Sundays, uh, January 7th, January 14th, January the 21st, and January the 23rd, uh, uh, particular messages that zero in on the word better. Uh, I am confident that uh, last Sunday that I would said would have said that I'm sure that everyone uh, hopes and prays that 2024 will be better than 2023. That we'll see more of the things that can make us beautiful in the eyes of our friends and loved ones, also more pleasing in the eyes of our Father. And so today we're going to be talking about better priorities. Next Lord's Day we'll be talking about uh, our uh, uh, beg your pardon, better relationships. And then on the 21st, we'll be talking about making better choices. And then last of all, uh, being a better witness. This particular series was put together by an entity and I'm going to be using that to trigger thoughts and things that I want to share with all of us with the hopes that we can have a better 2024. I'm going to be reading and being referring to scriptures in Matthew and also in the Corinthian letter. In Matthew 6.33, we know that it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you as well. And then in Matthew, the 22nd chapter, in verses 34 through 40, we read these words. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together, and one of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the laws and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Friends, I believe that as we will think together and pray together and talk about these messages, that if each one of us will listen closely and then hopefully have a desire to implement into our lives these great teachings that we can see a tremendous difference in our lives and also enjoying life a whole lot more. When we put the things of God first in our lives, the other things fall into proper order. However, when we prioritize earthly things, we find ourselves anxious and full of worry. 
God helps us. We certainly want to pray that God help us with our having better priorities. Will you share it with me in a word of prayer? Father, as we begin another year, help us, Lord, to order our lives in ways that honor you and bring glory to your name. Help us to prioritize our time and energy in such a way that our lives will be fulfilling and faithful. We need your help, Lord, just as much this year as we did last year. Thank you for your unfailing love and concern over all creation. Friends, it's an honor to be able to come and share with you this morning. And we gather today to be encouraged by one another and to learn more about the great love that God has for you and for me. As you know, we have just entered a brand new year. And friends, this is the perfect time to look back on the past and ask, ask how we uh, ask what we can learn. It's also the perfect time to look ahead and ask ourselves if we're living the kind of life that God wants for us or if we could do better. And so today we're going to begin a new sermon series appropriately called Better. We will look at four different areas of our lives that we could make simple changes in in order to experience God's fullness and blessings. We're going to evaluate, and we're going to talk about that this morning, our priorities. Secondly, on the 14th, as I said, we're going to talk how we can have better relationships. On the 21st, we're going to be talking about how we can make better choices and then lastly, how we can be better in our witness. So let's open our hearts and our mind as we dive into our priorities and look at the new year together. Now, the Bible, we know, speaks to this in order, and beg your pardon, to this need to order our lives well. God knows that without keeping the main thing, the main thing, we can get lost in lesser things. And so as we begin this new year, we must take an honest look at our lives. Consider what priorities we have put first and what things matter most. And a while ago, I just read those infamous words from the Sermon on the Mount, and we know some of the greatest words that our Lord ever spoke are are found in Matthew uh, 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount. And just a moment ago, I read in Matthew 6, 33, where it says, now listen, friends, and don't let this just go in one ear and out the other, but listen to what our Lord said. And, and he knew, and he knew what we needed to hear, and he knew what would be for best for us. And so he says, seek you first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of the other things will be added unto you. And we notice as we look in this sixth chapter that Jesus turns to preaching and teaching about how we have a tendency to worry about our lives. And maybe some of you can relate to this right now. Many of us probably were safe in saying, 
are worried about paying our bills. We are worried about our children. We are worried about our marriage. We are worried about what this new year might hold. And Jesus states that trusting in Father God is the only way to keep us from being paralyzed by anxiety. And I want to stress, friends, how strongly I feel about that. If we could just learn to put our trust in Christ, seek his direction for our lives, seek to walk with him, it would be unbelievable how our lives could change and how drastically they could change. And what we see in this particular verse is that Jesus gives us the answer to our weary. We must seek God first. Now, do you hear the language of priority here? Jesus tells us that when we seek after a life that pleases God, all the things that we have a tendency to worry about will fall into proper order. So let's look at how this might be done practically, how we can practically work out day in and day out. When it comes to our marriages, we might be worried about when we put Jesus first, we might find ourselves maturing into a more gracious and loving and kind spouse, which may in turn have a positive impact upon our marriage. When it comes to our finances, perhaps focusing on God may first reveal to us how we spend too much on things that really do not matter. When it comes to our children, we may find that putting God first may move us to be more patient and understanding with our children. So, as we think about these priorities, the question is, are you seeking after the ways of God? Is God at the center of these things? Are you seeking after the smaller things of life that really don't matter that much? Or is your attention and energy divided? Possibly some have heard of this through the years, and that is someone asked, legendary coach Tom Landry why he had been so successful as a football coach and Mr. Landry answered in 1958 I did something everyone who has been successful must do I determined listen now my priorities for life God first family second and then football friends Tom Landry got it right. He knew that in order to succeed in our families and our careers, we must seek God first. So how do we seek God? We seek him like we seek anything else. We must spend a lot of time and energy in the pursuit of him. Seeking God takes time. It is a marathon and not a sprint. We also seek God by knowing what it is that we are looking for. Without knowing what we are looking for, listen friends, we will never know when we find it. When I seek God, 
I am looking to do things in my life that shape me into someone who looks more and more like Jesus Christ. More loving. More loving. And how we need that in our world when there is so much hatred and so much bitterness. Courageous. Being courageous to seek after what is important and what is right. And then also being willing to sacrifice. Friends, listen to this statement. The only way that we can make the effort to seek God first is by deciding to love him more than anything else. Now, I know, and I hate to say this, but that's not where our world is. And if our world, if men, women, mothers and dads and children could be taught, and if we would listen and do that, then we would see a difference, difference in our world. Jesus speaks to this as well. In fact, there is this moment in the Gospels when the Pharisees and the Sadducees uh, tried to trap Jesus by asking him a question about priorities. And as he travels along, he is cornered by a lawyer who asks him a very tough question. Now I want to read these scriptures again that we read just a moment ago. And this is what it says. Hearing hearing that, uh, Jesus had silenced the Sadducees and the Pharisees got together. And one of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, did you catch the question the man asked Christ? He says, what is the greatest commandment? And this particular fellow could have easily asked it this way, Jesus, what should I have as my greatest priority? And Jesus quotes a command from the Old Testament when he tells him to love God with all of his heart, with all of his soul, and with all of his mind. This was Jesus' way of telling him to love God with everything. So friends, as we think about priorities, the first thing that we must do, and that's when we read from, from Matthew 6:33, is to seek God first. And then secondly, to love God with all you have. How can you tell when you love something or someone? The easiest way to tell is that you talk about it. Now talk about them all the time because they're always on your heart and always on your mind. When a couple falls in love, it's almost sickening we know how much when they, and how they fall in love because they talk about each other oftentimes all the time. When someone really loves their sports team, they bring it up all the time. The same thing should be true of us if God is truly a priority. When we love him, as we are admonished as in God's word, with all of our hearts and all of our souls, with all of our minds, when we love him with all that we have, 
We can't stop talking about him. He is regularly a topic of conversation. We look for reasons and we look for ways to bring him up. I find that this is absolutely true in my marriage to Sharon. Needless to say, I love her with my whole heart. I love to talk about her. I love to bring about her. And I'm always looking for reasons to bring her up. And as a result of my deep love for her, I want to do everything I can to please her. My love for her makes everything else I do in life more meaningful. I look for how, look, beg your pardon, I look for how everything I can do can help empower the love we share uh, rather than being a hindrance to the love we share. You see, loving God with all of our heart, soul, and mind helps us to realize that every part of our life is incredibly meaningful. How we do our life, friends, reflects how we love God. This means that how we handle our career is, uh, is meaningful because it says something about our relationship with Jesus. This means how we parent our children is reflective of our relationship to our Heavenly Father. Our love for God should be the motivation, inspiration every day over this next year. We want to look back at three, six, after 365 days from now and recognize all the ways we love God with all that we have. And this is why I have found God actually meets our needs in our lives most fully when we prioritize his needs in our heart. And that is the result of love. Now let me share that phrase and that sentence again. God actually meets our needs in our lives most fully when we prioritize his needs in our heart. Dads, moms, fathers, mothers, aunts, uncles, grandparents, there is absolutely, absolutely nothing greater that you can do for your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, and on and on I could go than for you to reflect that you want to honor this great teaching in Matthew 6.33, and that is to seek Christ, to make him first in your life, to seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. Now let's notice uh, as we think about this particular teaching that we read here in Matthew the 22nd chapter how Jesus in, uh, ends the conversation. He tells a man that the first and greatest commandment is to love God. But the second is just like it. We are to love our neighbor. That it seems that unless we get loving God right first we have no hope of loving our neighbor well. There is a prioritization that God lays out for us in this passage. He even says in verse 40, all of the laws and the prophets depend on getting these first two right. They are so, so important. Yes, love God with all of your heart, soul, and mind. Yes, seek first his kingdom. But friends also, as we think about priorities, we want to see the importance of focusing on the eternal rather than the temporary. I've said this 
quite often it's so important I think because uh, I think this is where we are that number one that we're living as we think we're going to live forever uh, we're living as if we think we will have to give an account of the way that we should live and the Holy Bible tells us that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the Christ the Son of the Living God and also friends I've said this at different times on this podcast is be careful how attached you are to this world and maybe I'm safe in saying that the vast majority of people are entirely too attached to this world we don't want to get too so involved in living to fail to realize that one day we are going to leave this world. And we don't want to get so involved in thinking about dying that we fail to live life to its fullest. And so one easy way to know where to put our energies this year is by asking a simple question. Is this thing eternal are temporary. We know that uh, as we read those ser- uh, words in the Sermon on the Mount, that we are admonished by Jesus not to lay for ourselves tre- treasures on this earth, where the thieves can break through and steal, where a moth can eat away, where rust can corrode. But lay for yourselves treasures in heaven, where none of these things happen. To spend our time focusing on serving others is to focus on their eternal souls. You see, we can spend so much time amassing tremendous amounts of money and focus on that. And when life is over, uh, we cannot take one penny with us. So what is important as we live our lives, listen to me, is to make sure that we focus on the eternal rather than on the temporary. We know that Paul, as he wrote to the church in the city of Corinth, that he realized this was so very, very important. And I'm sure you've read the words many and many a time. And this is what he says in 2 Corinthians 4, 18. So we fix our eyes not on things what is seen, but on what is unseen. But since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Paul says that we should not spend all of our time focused on what is seen, but rather we should focus on what is unseen. The things that can that we can see will one day pass away, while the things that are unseen will go on forever. Which is easier to spend our energies on? Well, we all know is the things that are seen because they're often more obvious to us. This means it takes more intentional effort to give ourselves to the things of God. Over the triple doorways of the Cathedral of Milan, there are three inscriptions spanning the splendid arches. arches. Over one is carved a beautiful wreath of roses and underneath it is the legend, all that which pleases is but for a moment. Over the other is uh, sculptured a cross, and there are these words, all that really which troubles us is but for the moment. 
but underneath the great central entrance to the main aisle is the inscription that only is important, which is eternal. How true that is. The only thing that really, really is important is that which is eternal. If we always realize these great truths, we will not let trifles trouble us and not be interested so much in the passing pleasures of the hour. We should live for the permanent and the eternal. Friends, as we go through this series of sermons, I want to encourage you to think about these things and bring them before God in prayer. What in your life could be reordered? What could be reprioritized? Make sure that the things that receive your time, your attention, your energy and affection are things that will last. Take a moment to pray and ask God to show you the big picture. Place those on the schedule first and we'll see that if our priorities are are centered about God, everything else has a way of working out. Father, we pray that you will help us because it definitely does seem that we need not only have the word better in our lives, but also that we need to have the words better priorities. Help us to realize that we're just going through this life once. And we pray you will give us the strength and leading of the Holy Spirit that we might give ourselves to the things which are eternal, the things which really matter, and seek first the kingdom of God. I pray, Father, that you will bless each individual who is listening to this podcast. And I pray if he or she needs to look more closely at their lives, if they need to look more closely at their priorities, that they will do so. And as I said at the beginning of the message, that it is unbelievable when we put God first, how things fall in place and how life goes so much different and so much better. Bless us now and guide us in the new year. In his name we pray, amen.